0: Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Dyke. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm not even here. He's here. We're just tired. We're sleepy. It was a long night. Royal Rumble 2023 in the books, Mike. We were to, obviously we're talking Rumble. Uh, We've got NXT Vengeance Day to preview. I know that sounds like, wow, we went from Royal Rumble to NXT Vengeance Day, but we got to do it, folks, so that's going to be happening. Um, We've also got some USFL news in regards to your Michigan Panthers, uh, and we're talking some NFL playoffs. Obviously, if you checked out our quick hitter episode from earlier in the week, uh, we previewed the ASC-NSC Conference title game, so please go back and take a look at that if you haven't already, um, see if we were right or not. Um, Obviously, next weekend we will be previewing the Super Bowl matchup, so be on the lookout for that. Um, Mike, let's just start out though. I I think the Royal Rumble is the most prevalent news here because we don't have the AFC NFC conference champions yet. So I I think we should start there. Um, we're coming off before we kind of get into results and, and everything like that and the fallout and everything, um, thoughts on the show overall. Like, last year's I felt like was such a disappointment, so this Mm -hmm. year feels like a revelation to me. I really enjoyed the show, all things. Like, Pitch Black Match was, you know, everybody knew that was going to be awful, but Mm -hmm. although the two Rumbles were pretty solid, and I thought the main event was really good, I I don't really know what I could ask for out of a Royal Rumble show when you know you don't really have a ton. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, it's really a stage to set stuff up. I think think the hard part about this Rumble is, like, when you think about previous rumbles, yeah, and then you look at the outcome of this rumble, mm-hmm. you go like you, you. We always talk about that like rumble twenty thirteen, where it's like oh it was so predictable. It's either Cena or Ryback, right? Then you look at this rumble, you go, it was like Cody and like, yeah, like we could we could sit yeah. here and try to go oh Rollins oh yeah right oh Drew Mech, maybe right, right. maybe Gunther is the final and I was yeah. like. But realistically, it was Cody the entire time. And it's like, and same thing with the Rhea Ripley one where we went and we were like, all right, there's probably like five people who could realistically win this. At the end of the day, it was like, it's probably just Rhea Ripley though. (laughs) And so I think it's hard. I think retroactively, I think like in the moment right now, it's like a really good rumble and it was like a lot of fun. But I think retroactively, in like five years from now, we're going to be like, this rumble was like fine. But like everyone knew who was going to win.
0: Well, here's the thing about that though. I know, and we talked about this a little bit, like I never really had a problem it, with rumbles were like going in like, okay, Rollins in Chicago is going to be the favorite to win and he wins it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. And and this is coming from, I know it's a little bit, you know, talking on both ends of my mouth. Cause I hate the predictability of it, but sometimes I think predictability and the favorites are the right decision. And I think maybe yeah. that's where I'm coming from for this is like, I feel like right decisions were made here rather than, something else just to swerve it, right? Like, I was yeah. a little nervous when we watched the pre-show, and everyone's like, oh, so Cody's winning. And I'm like, well, shit, like, that's mm-hmm. not the best news ever because they never usually just outright pick the winner, yeah. right? Um, you know, him coming in at 30 and everything. But, like, I just feel like coming out of this, okay, you know you're going Cody Roman, and you know you're going Rhea and – yeah, probably right whoever but either way it's the story and i think the two people that win it you go you've officially cemented i know rhea ripley's been raw women's champion before but that run was terrible um i feel like you really cemented two new people now at like your tippy top of the card uh-huh. right and i feel like that's what the rumble is is supposed to be for right yeah. is to reward the people or is to elevate that next person where you're like, yep, this next year, we're riding with you. You know, we've had it with Drew. We had it with Seth. We had it. Even Shinsuke had a good run atop, you know, the, the card for a minute there. You know, those are the things where I go, I feel like I'm going to look back on this and go, this was a good rumble. Not a great. This wasn't anything phenomenal when it mm-hmm. comes, just the rumbles, right? But I think the the result was like, okay, as compared to last year where you went, oh my God, we just got kicked in the Face twice, right? With both results, this one felt like okay. Ria winning, being the first woman to win it at number one. I checked that by the way. Bianca was three. She, she was, was three. Yeah, she was number three. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's the first person technically to win from one. Sure. Um, and then which was weird. So Ed won at one, and then Bianca won at three. I could have sworn. Yeah,
1: that was the whole thing where they're like, they yeah. both won at number one. Yeah.
0: No. Nah. Yeah, I checked like, it this I even morning. watched
1: a video on it, which is wild. So that
0: video is just completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, I checked it this morning. Um sure. and then Cody winning rate right, at 30, right? And you kinda that's a nice little story within the event itself, right? One guy wins at 30, one person wins at one, right? So you got the two back ends of you know each rumble, all that good stuff. Like there's a lot of like subliminal shit in there. But at the end of the day, I just feel like I woke up this morning like almost relieved in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, where I was like, okay, like we're we're on the right we're on the right track here where we're not being force fed a rematch we're not being force fed a you know something that we've seen six times before we're not being force fed the celebrity we're not being force fed the part time guy coming in and taking over for the for the mania spot it all just felt good to me I, mm. I, I, where are you at with that
1: yeah no I mean I I'm on the same boat where mm-hmm. I I prefer having the uh, uh, I don't mind having the favorite win, right? Um, as long as it like makes sense, right? And right. I was like, Cody's the guy I wanted to win, literally since he tore his pec mm-hmm. at Hell in a Cell. I, I think like, ever since
0: he came back,
1: it was like, okay, like, I guess legitimately yeah. since he came back, yeah. but like that moment was yeah. like, okay, okay, he's gonna heal up, Get be ready like for the Superman, yep. win the Rumble, do his thing, right? right. So um, I I want him to win since I, like literally that mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. and so um, I I would have been angry if they swore, even if they would have you know swerved to like a Sami Zayn yeah. or swerved as someone else or right. something and right. we're like no I I want it to be Cody. Right. I I yeah. I, I want it we're to be We're at this point
0: where it's like you've built it, we're committed, we're there. Yeah. We're with And yeah. that's the thing too I think sometimes WWE frustrates the hell out of me where it's like you feel like all the fans are like no no, we're in the bandwagon. We're, we're ready to go. Like mm-hmm. let's go, right? And they're like, well, no, we're gonna go this way now because you're all. And It's like no, like we've all committed at yeah. this point. I feel like,
1: and I feel like that's one thing AEW did a good job at. Yeah. Normally, is like when like Hangman is going against Kenny, and everyone's like, "I'm just ready for Hangman to win this." Yeah. They don't swerve and go. Oh, wait I think an extra the, I, month.
0: I think the acclaimed is actually the perfect example of that, yeah. where that first response, they're like, "Let's see how this goes. This will be a good match, but not anything like crazy, right?" Didn't mm-hmm. no real build, and then they have the phenomenal match, and everyone's like. Oh, they're really over, and people are like really behind these guys, yeah. and they immediately pivoted and went, "Okay,
2: yeah, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll 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 go on this ride too, right? Yeah. And let's see where it goes." Um, so yeah I, I and I think Triple H has done a nice job right of coming out of this and going okay like he you know I don't know if you watched the post presser thing I watched like the highlights this morning while I was laying down and you know Triple H really putting Cody over strong right really putting over you know this you know the event and everything so it's an exciting time let's go here let's go match by match let's go through it um and obviously we'll get to the main event stuff as we hit that as
1: well yeah. So we opened the show with the men's rumble, yeah. which I was not a fan of. I but wasn't either. Sure, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll live with it. It's only the second time, second time since the women's one that the men's one went first. What was the first time? The, the first one. The, oh the women, yeah, Asuka that's main right. Event yeah, that's Rodney right. Came the, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but usually the men's one go main events the show, mm-hmm. or is the main event rumble. This is the second time it wasn't. Uh, opens the show. Um, Gunther. Shout out to Gunther! Oh my gosh, yeah, um, sets a record. Sets the record for longest time in a regular Royal Rumble. Yep. Daniel Bryan in the Greatest Royal Rumble had like an hour and yeah, I think they're trying to block that or out something. At this point. They're just like that
0: didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so,
1: but Gunther now holds the record for a regular Rumble yep. being in there for like seventy, yeah, seventy minutes, one minute, 70, yeah. or it was like seventy minutes and fifty seconds or something crazy like that. Um,
0: yep. So he
1: he was the absolute Iron Man in this match. Yes, um, he comes out at one. Uh, Seamus comes out at two. God, mm-hmm. I had to think. Yeah, it was just Uh, Seamus <laughs> came out at two. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Some of the memorable, I think, I think some of the big key elimination and like who eliminated who. Mm-hmm. I would start with uh, Bobby eliminating Lesnar. Yeah, was that probably was probably the
0: first big big domino. Oh fall. my god, you would yep. just eliminated Lesnar. Yeah, Brock was such an undertone, right? Like mm-hmm. when you know, when you introduce somebody like that, you're like, oh crap, there's that back of your mind, like. Oh, God, here we go. Right. And then, you know, and they did. I thought this rumble was structured really well. Mm -hmm. Like they had the Chad Gables of the world and the, you know, those guys come out and. There was, like, five of them all in the ring at one time. Brock comes in at 12, eliminates five of them, like, immediately. Like, mm-hmm. five gone, a whole bunch of people. And then Bobby gets one over on Brock, right? Gets retribution for costing him the U.S. title on Raw. And now you're like, oh, and Brock's gone. And now you can be like, okay, he shine had his moment, get Bobby over a little bit, and we're, and we're still on the right track. Yep.
1: I would say the next relative big moment in this was uh, Rey Mysterio was supposed to come out at 17. Yeah, he Never, still has not been
0: eliminated. We yeah, still don't know where he's at. Yeah, we
1: still don't know where he's at. 18, <laughs> Dominic comes out with the Mysterio mask, yep. insinuating that he knocked him mm-hmm. out out of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was in the Rumble match he got him out, but Dominic kind of being the right. reason why Rey's not in the match, mm-hmm. I think was a big yep. key thing, possible mania thing that we set up here. Right. Uh, let's see. Edge... Coming in, not in for very long. Nope. Gets eliminated by uh, Dominic Mysterio.
0: Right. Of yep. after Judgment eliminating Day. Finn and uh, Damian, Damian Priest. Priest. Yep.
1: And so, kind of continuing that storyline oh, a it's bit, mean, maybe. I hope as it's you got the done. as you got the second tease of like right. Rollins and Edge looking at each other. Right. Mysterio threw him out right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say. At that moment, okay, that might be the main match. Yeah, but then until, later on, yeah. until about <laughs> seven guys later, Logan Paul as one of the mystery people, yep. um, throws out at, or throws out Rollins, right. and so now it's like, oh, okay. now is that going to be the right. match? Right. Either way, they go with those two, mm-hmm. Rollins and Edge, or Rollins and Logan Paul. I'd be one thousand percent okay with. Yep. So uh, I I like to both round. Uh, spot of. I think the night. Night, night year yeah could last be. year whatever you want to say was that Logan Paul ricochet yeah. across the ring yeah, double
0: springboard into like a double, double clothesline where literally me and Mike are watching this together and we go so what if they just both just like just you jump you jump what if they just jump at each other and then they both went up and I went oh my god they actually just did it and yeah. then they went.
1: <laughs> yeah then i smacked and like died and it was an awesome spot. i feel like
0: i need a sound effect but i don't even have yeah, do one do you have a that. do
1: you have a smacking sound effect
0: nope i got nothing oh, I, I, you I don't could have like anything. okay whatever no I, I i literally don't even have anything that would be even remotely like you could like it. clap yeah i mean like, you know, good, like good for them that's what i did <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: that's, <laughs> that's it um <laughs> but that was a, that was that spot was awesome that was really cool it was really well done by both guys right it's one of those things it's a timing thing um Yep. Definitely spot of the night for sure. Yeah, uh, okay. Women's I mean, match had
1: nothing yeah, to compare. Not as much fun. Yeah. Um, okay, who? Gunther. Right. The next, the, probably the second to last big spot with Gunther eliminating Drew and Sheamus. Yeah, that was a big one. Yep. Yeah, together. together. Yeah, Drew and, and Sheamus hang out
0: like the whole time. Yeah, together. kind of doing their
1: thing. They looked like they were having a lot of fun in there, yeah. is what they were looking yeah. like. Uh, it was interesting because Sheamus. Or McIntyre would be, like, going over, and Sheamus would actually get a save mm-hmm. to keep McIntyre in the match. Mm-hmm. And McIntyre did the same thing. Yep. So it was, like, one of those where, like, they really played up the team aspect between Absolutely. the two. Absolutely, yep. Um, and then, let's see. I guess we could just get to the final four. So we had the final four. Yeah, so Cody of, enters at 30, by the way. Yeah, Cody enters at 30, so yep. he was uh, the last guy in here. Uh, final four, we had Gunther, who's in at number one. Co- Cody, who was number 30. Logan Paul, who was yeah. twenty nine, and Rollins, who was like sixteen or yeah. fourteen or right. something like that, he was in the middle somewhere. Yep. Uh, Logan Paul gets the elimination on Rollins. Yep. Then Gun- Gunther eliminated th- Logan Paul. No, or it was, was it Cody? Cody, Cody, eliminated, Logan Cody. Logan Paul. Cody eliminated Logan Paul. Logan he hit Paul. crossroads, popped him up, popped him up, him threw him out. Yes. Yep. And then you had the final two being the number one guy, Gunther, versus number thirty, Cody. Mm-hmm. And this was, this is the part of the one why I love. Yes, is when they do a nice like eight minute. Yeah. ending match. Mm-hmm. Um, never really a moment that I thought like, oh God, right. Cody's actually a goner here. Yeah. There were a couple times where he went over yep. and he was kind of getting hit. But I was like, he's not it's a, He's not like, there was a, we'll talk about the women's one. Yeah. That was like legit, like if Uh-oh. she slips off, it's right. over. Right. Um, Cody was never in a situation where I was like, oh, he's in like that big a grave of danger. Mm-hmm. Um, but him and Gunther have a great match and then Gunther, or he finally gets Gunther over mm-hmm. and Cody wins the first men's rumble of the night. Or the yeah. first Bumble of the night, I guess.
0: Yeah, big pop, right? Everybody was ready for it, right? Um, I think the crowd appreciated the fact that Gunther was the last guy out. Like, yes. I think they really did appreciate. They were like, okay, like, this dude is a machine, right? Um, you know, he's already got the Intercontinental title. Um, you, know, you, you know, he's a badass, right? He's kind of taking on all comers, right? He's beating guys like Braun Strowman. He's beating Ray. Like, it's just... A lot of things really worked here, and I think that if if you were going in, you're like, listen, we need to have a, we want to elevate a guy, but we know Cody's going over. At the end of the day, we have to have Cody go over, but we we want to see if we can elevate somebody else at the same time. I think they did this perfectly with Gunther because now you're telling me that next year going into the Rumble, barring some crazy thing where like he just gets. Buried right, mm-hmm. like if Vince takes over and he's like, okay, this guy's not a dude. You can't tell me next year going to the Rumble that Gunther's not a a, a, a pretty heavy favorite as one of the few guys yeah, to be probably. going into the Rumble next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless there's another dude like Cody who's just on fire, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but like, you can't tell me that he's not going to be in the world title picture. Over the next couple of years, like it's coming. Like, you know what I mean? They need to find the right guy to take the IC title off of him, but it's coming and Mm -hmm. you know, it's coming. And and that's an exciting feeling for me is that you're starting to see new people enter that main event scene that we haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. And that adds so many levels of possibilities. So that's exciting.
1: Yeah, so first Rumble, so got a seven point three one out of ten on two hundred twenty five votes. I think that's fair. So, yeah,
0: I mean, considering that you, everyone really kind of thought, okay, we're kind of just waiting for Cody, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone, there was that kind of that anticipation feel, and I think, you know, there was quite a few main event level guys in this match, mm-hmm. like guys who've either been world champion or have done well in Rumbles or whatever. Like there was not a lot of excess fat mm-hmm. in this match to be like. Wow, there was really only like three dudes who like even yeah, have any chance. remote chance of like sell or you could spin it. Mm-hmm. You could spin Drew winning. You could spin. Sp- they were never going to, mm-hmm. but at least you could talk yourself
1: into like you mentioned previously that they could. Um, yeah, I thought this was. I thought this was good, really yeah. good. I think. Know. I think the only thing I would wanted to have been different yeah. is Cody coming in earlier. Yeah, I get yeah. the whole like one and thirty dynamic that yeah. they went for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think. It kind of makes Cody look a little less yeah. good mm-hmm. when he's comes in at thirty, throws out the guy who's at twenty nine, and then kind of struggles with Gunther, mm-hmm. who came in at number one and's been in the match for seventy minutes. Right. And you can't just like right. outpace him, basically. Right. It kind of makes Cody not look nearly as good. Right. But outside of that, I think everything else. I think everything else played out. Yeah. Pretty well. for Yeah.
0: This. No, I I think yeah. Overall, I, I think you're right. I if this think entrance it wasn't
1: been. 45 minutes long, I'd say just coming at like 10 or 11 yeah. or something. I think and you then maybe can do that. But yeah,
0: and I think you know even if you would have came in at one and just did one and two and they would have lasted whatever. Right, whatever yeah. story you wanted to go with. You know, um, yeah. I mean the 30 thing is tough because and. I understand they wanted to kind of like end with a bang, mm-hmm. right? You know, I only think if you were going Cody the whole way, it's almost like maybe you could have flipped Gunther and Cody, right? And Gunther's like, oh my god, it's this unstoppable mass of a man. Yeah, and he's coming exhausted. And he's like, and it's like, and now he's got to go through. But Gunther. yeah,
1: I, I would also say though, in that instance, yeah. it kind of makes Gunther look bad, right? Like yeah. no matter if you're saying a one versus thirty, yeah, just makes good. thirty look bad, yeah, because it's like okay, you're beating up right number one, good right? Job, like exactly. this guy's been in the match for sixty minutes, yeah, and you just got in, and now you. You're
0: yeah. I think they tried. Gunther really had most of the control in their yeah, one in the on final, one. Yeah. Like, Cody got his ass kicked there, yeah, by the end there. But which is
1: why uh, I yeah. wish uh, there would have been some parts of like him, like running out, mm-hmm. like outrunning him and stuff, mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, Gunther, like you can see he's tired. Gassed. Gunther was just killing him. And I was yeah. like, this guy's been in the match for 60 minutes and he's still killing you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, that's like my only minor complaint for it. The rest yeah. of it, I was pretty.
0: Okay. Yeah, Cody winning the right call. Uh super excited. I am I'm excited for the promo that'll be happening on Monday. Oh, yeah, I'm Monday excited. Friday, God, I'm excited for the face off whenever we get that right. Like I don't know how much interaction we're gonna get right away with Roman and Cody I because would imagine of the, the based same thing. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's be so, a couple weeks, but. but I am I'm. I'm interested. I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. I'm i really am. Uh, not unlike last year where I go, Okay, great, we're getting Roman and Brock again. You go, Okay, I just wanna, you know cry. Yeah.
1: All right, next up, we had what was supposedly a pitch black match,
0: mm-hmm. more like
1: neon match. It was like a neon color match. Yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt and LA Night. This match was five minutes and five seconds. The most irritating thing about this match was, <laughs> it's actually a bold face slide. It's not the most irritating thing. Um, throwing in that toolbox and just not touching it. I just couldn't stand it. I was like, you, you can't. It's like if it's like if you poured out <laughs> thumbtacks and then just pinned the guy. And just didn't use thumbbacks. Like, what are you
0: doing? Setting up a table and just to never go yeah, through it. Yeah, it never goes through
1: it. Like, what are we doing? It's yeah, pretty good. Like, yeah. like, you set it up, and then they probably were like, hey, you got 30 seconds. God dang it. Okay. Right. And then pinned him really quick. Right. Um. Yeah, Bray White wins. And then he... The, uh, also, a really funny part was, so mm-hmm. then LA Knight's, like, beating him up a little bit. The, it goes really dark. He puts on a mask. And then becomes like absolutely indestructible. Yeah. And then the funny part was I saw on Twitter all over and they were like, so why didn't he just wear the mask the whole time? It makes yeah, it I don't, there's too many levels. There's like, <sighs> because like he was getting his ass kicked kind of for like a yeah. good two minutes I, no, I'm with without you. the mask thing on. Yeah. Then he put the mask on and he took like five headshots with the kendo stick yeah. and just no yeah. sold them. And I was like, wait, wait, wait so if you, if that's the thing mm-hmm. then why don't you always just put the mask on? then you're indestructible and you just beat anybody. Like, that was uh, confused. Unless you, like, you have to get to a certain point to put the mask on or something. Don't understand.
0: I I don't know. I'm I'm confused. The whole Bray Wyatt stuff. I'm waiting for something to be like, oh, there's my payoff for investing the time into watching it. Yeah. Because I'm not getting any of it right now. Like, it's just, like, more and more of these stupid vignettes. And I go, I don't care anymore. It doesn't make any sense because I don't feel like we're working towards anything. Mm -hmm. Right? Like... No offense to L.A. Knight. I'm actually an L.A. Knight guy. I think he could be a dude for them at some point, right? He's got the talk. He's got a good look. He's okay in the ring, whatever. But, like, L.A. Knight's not over to the fact where, like, anybody thought that this was anything more than a Bray Wyatt two not match. You know what I mean? So, like, it didn't feel all that special. It, it, I understand they did it for the effect. And I don't even mind the concept, right? Okay, you got a sponsor. They've invested millions. I get it. Whatever. Cool. Um, and you have a character that uses that. But to your point, you got the face paint on with like the weird fang teeth thing in. You got red eyes, right? You look all scary, which is cool. And then you put the mask on. So it's like, is that a different character? And then the Uncle Howdy thing where it's like, okay, so now he's up there. And then they completely and whiffs us. it hard. I'm sure it was planned like that because they didn't actually want anybody to die. I get it, but yuck. Um, and then with all the other creature things that we're looking down it's like okay so are we finally going to establish what I'm assuming is going to be some sort of faction are are they just here because this is what Bray like why should I care I Mm -hmm. guess at this point about Bray Wyatt right like you're not doing anything we're just talking a lot I mean it's been a while since he's been back and he's had one match Mm -hmm. at some point we're going to have to start paying something off here and I'm not you know what I mean it's like I understand I can get behind a slow burn, and we're going to talk about the main event. That's a slow burn, but that's the right kind of slow burn where you pay it off at the end and you yeah. go, okay, right? Like, that was – I was invested. I am – I am.
1: you know, I mm-hmm. care.
0: I don't care right now. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. so talking about that, yeah. uh, next up we had Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, speaking of something I don't care about. <laughs> uh, they tried to make this match at least have some heat. Yeah. Uh, Bianca wins seven yep. minutes and thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I the would. The big say stuff th-
0: coming out of it's the post match.
1: Yeah, the post match itself yeah. where she's looking at the screen. Alexis looking at the screen. Mm-hmm. Uncle howdy thing comes up, and she's like, ah, uh-huh. and then kind of cuts out. So right. who knows. Um Literally, have nothing to say about this match. I don't much. Yeah. Um, Bianca wins. I'm Bianca wins to nobody. Yeah, uh, she's gonna go defend the title. probably against. The winner of the Women's Royal only, Rumble yeah, match. The
0: only thing I can think about really is this I just kinda wish that Alexa Bliss was just normal Alexa Bliss. Yeah. I kinda miss that. Like yeah. the swarmy, like, I'm better than you even though I'm little, right? Like I'm a little you know, a little mm-hmm. bitchy about it and it's like, okay, I get it, you know. I
1: miss her being like good in the ring at sometimes. Yeah. You
0: know? I just miss yeah, like I it just feels like there's a lot of that stuff going on right now where it's like they're really playing up on this Bray Wyatt stuff. And I get it. And if it pays off and I look like an idiot six months from now, that's fine.
1: But, like, yeah. hot damn. I, I just think that nowadays the spooky creature character doesn't work. Not nearly as well. No. Because, like, I, like, when Taker, say, like, in the 90s when yeah. Taker was doing it, mm-hmm. and even maybe in the 2000s, what have you. Yeah. There was not, like, social media and all of this stuff mm-hmm. and, like, a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. So, like, when you were, like, watching it and he would go to, like, press conferences, he was in, like, full character. Do mm-hmm. it, And you were like, is this guy actually just, like, yeah. like this all the time? Well, I think... Like, yeah, there was, like, a, there was more of, like, a mystique around it. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, I watch Bray Wyatt... Get married to whoever right. on Twitter, right. and now he's coming out in the spooky character. I'm like, that's not actually like it yeah. just like doesn't. Right. It, there's so much like mm-hmm. less fave going on now, mm-hmm. where it's hard to, for me to buy in that in the ring he's some supernatural monster, and then outside right. he's like a normal human. Right, it and just even, like, doesn't doesn't fill the
0: two voids. And even me. in Taker's case, right when he did come back at 20, right and and he came back as the dead man character. It mm-hmm. was a kind of a hybrid dead man character with yeah. like the American badass. And then yeah. right where he was able to talk and like, he was vulnerable at times. Like mm-hmm. there were things that played into it. Um, I, For me, it's not even the spooky stuff. Like I get it, right? Like you have to have some, something for everybody. It's just the fact to me where I feel like we're kind of in like this lather, rinse, repeat type of scenario where it's like, okay, Alexa Bliss has a match. She loses because of a, uh, weird spooky picture on the thing. And then we don't get anything from it. We go, what was that? Mm-hmm. And then we don't get anything from it. And I think you're starting to really burn fans where it's like, okay, why, why do I care? Right. And I, I've read some reports that some people don't want to work with break. Cause they're like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand the, the stick. So, I don't know if that's playing into it a little bit as well. I just know that they need to start doing something with it relatively soon, or it's just going to become a thing where it's like, oh yeah, Bray Wyatt did his weird yeah. screen thing again. Yeah,
1: and listen, in like two months, if yeah, he becomes a cult leader and has six guy yeah. group.
0: Yeah, if she's with him and they're like the co- they're like a thing, and then she if it got turns all into dudes, like a House of Black
1: situation where you yeah, got like the totally cult cool leader and he's got his four yep. Fireflies funhouse. Yep, guys who are all NXT guys or something, and they're mm-hmm. just kind of running house or whatever. And yep. uh, like they'll come in during a tag match and yeah. just beat everyone up and be five on two on someone or whatever. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, that's, or that's if fine. If you're or
0: establishing new characters, right? Like if Uncle Howdy is just Bo Dallas, right? But you've established him now as a new person, right? Yeah. And you've repackaged him. And he's like him. the voice of whatever yeah, like or something. that's cool. Uh, like yeah, I'm I'm all for it. If you're gonna bring in talent, you know, I there was rumors that Vincent from Ring of Honor was maybe a potential one of these guys, right. You're going to bring in people and establish something mm-hmm. with Bray as this leader of people. Cool. I, I, whatever you want to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally game for that. I, I
1: think Bray Wyatt's an awesome. Yes. Cult leader. I've, yes. You to could totally do His it. His family stuff's so awesome. Yeah.
0: So it's like, okay, if we're going to do that, then let's, you know, can we start moving with that though? Like, can we start establishing these people now rather than, you know,
1: continuing to do the same shit over and over again? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Anyway, let's keep going.
1: Yeah. All right, so next up, the co-main here. We had the women's yep. Rumble match. Uh, let's see. Rhea Ripley came out number one, as yep. we kind of talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liv Morgan comes out two, which I thought was kind of funny because for the last like, three weeks, she was like, I want to be number one. I really want to be number one. I just, I want to be number one. And then they put her at number two. Yep, and I was like, like, that's hey, so funny. are I was like, you're the lesser <laughs> of the two. <laughs> like, um, yeah, she, they came out one, two. They really front-loaded this this rumble a little bit. Yeah. The first, like, eight people, you got, like, Shayna, Bailey, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. you said, Liv, Rhea, you had, um, I guess you had your Dana Brooks and Emma still, too. But yeah, but, like, but I feel it, like you yeah. had, like, a lot of your bigger names. I mean, <laughs> Becky came in at, like, 13, 14 or something. Yeah. Like, the first half, it was, like, yeah. here are a lot of your heavy hitters. I think the biggest hitter that came out in the second half was Asuka. Yeah. It was Asuka, Raquel, mm-hmm. and I guess the returning Nia 30, I guess yeah. if you want to call it that. Yeah. And the rest were just all of your Michelle McCool's or your Zaya yep. and what have you's. I right. um, so was going,
0: impressed by the fact, though, that they only had one person come back that was like like Michelle McCool was the only one. Like yeah, This was, is the first women's Rumble they've had where they didn't have to like. Yeah, it wasn't like a Trish. Yeah, we don't Nita got Kelly, Kelly Kelly coming Kelly back yet. Yeah, You know, ones that weren't really good wrestlers when they were actually on the roster, let alone
1: now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So, some of the big events here, it's not as many as the men's one, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say the first big domino to fall, I guess you could correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, Becky coming in, eliminating both members of Damage Control, then Bailey eliminating Becky, Mm -hmm. which then led to, uh, who eliminated it? Anyway, Bailey got
0: eliminated right after. Yeah, Bailey so, got eliminated
1: yeah. right after. I, I feel like the name was important. I think it was maybe Oscar or someone. I feel like the name was kind of important to who eliminated her, but I guess it doesn't really Maybe it was real or something. Yeah. But someone throws her over, so all four of them got eliminated in yeah. like a 30-second span. In but the middle game, of
0: the match, too. Yeah,
1: it was probably around the 19 or 20 time. Yeah. So that was that was probably the first big domino to fall. It was like two of the big hitters yeah. going out in like 19, 20. It was like, oh, okay. And I,
0: I think, you know, when we talked about this off-air, too, I thought it was the right placement for that though because I do think like the I think Becky Bailey Charlotte I think even Oscar you can throw in there at this point right like some of them they have like this overarching on the women's division right like this control where it's like okay well Becky's still in so like they they've really had a stranglehold on the division right so in that case where it's like okay we're going to eliminate Becky and we're going to eliminate Bailey all the kind of together and you're like okay they're still in a feud right and it, and it feels like, to me, what Triple H is trying to do in that situation is they're trying to establish secondary women's storylines that don't have to have the title involved, mm-hmm. right? Like, every single one of their, you know, even as Becky was the hottest thing in the business, at the end of the day, it all came back to the women's championship, right? When's the last time we've seen a main event level type storyline with, with two women or a group, right, where the title was not at the end of the day the ultimate focal point. You haven't seen it at a ton. So to have two established like I'm gonna say Hall of Famers. They're both gonna be in the Hall of Fame at some point. Two established women like Bailey who's done it all, Becky who's done it all, to be feuding and it's not about the championship, I think is the next step in like the evolution for for the women's division as a whole is that we can have personal rivalries that don't require the championship to be involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and I think too, I, there wasn't a lot of big moments in this match really. Uh, and I don't know if it's just because it, the men's rumble is usually just, there's a little more buildup for the men's rumble than there is the women's. It just kind of is how it is. Um, but I think eliminating those two and allowing Rhea Ripley and the lives and even the returning Asuka now as the new character as like, I guess an old character, but you know, as that, I think that allows the people to really go, all right, like, and settle in and establish these new people or, you know, Oscar's always been at the top of the card, but establish some other people. It's like, okay, like, this is, you know, we're getting another new wave of people that we can believe in and that we can get behind and go, no, no, okay, Becky and Bailey, they're doing their thing over here, but Liv Morgan's going from number two, mm-hmm. right, like, I, I'm on the Liv Morgan train here. She's going to do it, right, or the yeah. Ripley or whoever. So I thought it was well done.
1: Uh, so this match should not. So I would say that was probably the the one extra that was big the big moment. In the yeah. Um, Chelsea Green coming in and having the quickest elimination was also hysterical.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for her. I hope she. I hope she has a good run though. I uh, she's
1: talented. Yeah. Uh, so this match didn't have a final four Nothing. per se. Yeah. They really did the stare down at final three. Mm-hmm. That was really important. So we had Oscar, we had Rhea, we had Liv Morgan. Yep. One, two, and like seventeen or something. Yeah. Whatever it was. Um. And they start going at it. Um I thought one, the
0: finish for this match was really creative actually. Yeah,
1: so they send all three of them get thrown over the top rope by right. each other. Right. They're all on the apron. Uh Asuka's on the far left side. Yep. Uh Rhea's in the middle. Liv yep. Morgan's on the right. Mm-hmm. Just for like if you're looking digital, at the if television. You're, if you're looking at a television, there right. those are the three. So Asuka goes to spit the mist at yep. Rhea. Misses. Rhea dodges it. Yep. Hits Liv with it. So now Liv can't see. Right.
0: She's stunned. She's yep. stunned.
1: Rhea knocks over Asuka to get her out. Yep. But as she's getting her out, she, like, slips her feet out. Yep. So that Rhea is, like, doing the Michaels from 95, hanging yep. out the top rope. Yep. Feet, like, half a centimeter off the floor. Mm-hmm. She's kind of hanging there. Liv is, like, kind of can, like, tell mm-hmm. that she's in trouble, but can't really see. So she's walking over from the right to the left yep. trying to knock out her hand. Yeah. And then Rhea Ripley does, like, this ab crunch. Yep. Lifts her legs up like she's going to go skin the cat. Yep. Grabs her and does like a little karana thing. Flips Liv Morgan off and wins yeah, the rumble. It wins it,
0: right. Um, really I, creative. Though. Yeah, I love the fact that you had all three women on the outside. In some all, kind of danger. And they all went over the top rope, right? So you're like, it's literally a game of inches at that point, right? And I think that establishes... And, and I think in a Rumble scenario, that's the best way to keep people as protected, quote-unquote, as you can, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, Asuka doesn't need the Rumble, right? No. You could tell me tomorrow, Asuka, Charlotte, for the SmackDown Women's title, and I go, okay, cool, I'm, I'm in, right? You could just do that. Um, so keeping that, keeping them protected, right? She's coming in with the new character, right? And then, at least to WWE audiences, and then establishing, okay, Liv's a player, Rhea's a player, and then having that little moment where literally it's Liv Morgan was that close. Oscar was that close. Rhea Ripley was that close to blowing it, right? Mm-hmm. Just to have it. I think it all just worked and it keeps everybody on the up and up and forward, you know, all the way through. So great. I was really happy that Rhea Ripley won though. I think she's been a, a like a legit MVP for them when it comes to just like a, the raw show. Number one, mm-hmm. I think she is, the most important part of the judgment day. And I don't really think it's all that close. Um, And I think she's really, we talked about her a couple years ago when she had like a really hot run in uh NXT. I think this is even better mm-hmm. than her NXT run was. I think she's, I think she's
1: fantastic. Yep. So good for her. Yep. And then we have the main event here. Oh boy. It's not a rumble. It was a match. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, We had the WWE universal title match, Roman Reigns, same or, God, with Zane, <laughs> taking <laughs> yeah. on Kevin Owens. Yeah, these notes are weird. Um, Match with 19 minutes, 15 seconds. Um, I thought the actual match was, re- I thought the match was good.
0: I okay. did. I see. I,
1: did. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was very anticlimactic.
0: Well, the finish of it was, but I thought the story leading up to it, because I didn't think there was a good way to end it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you're doing the whole Owens is surviving, yeah. but... I thought they did a really nice job of the the first pop-up powerbomb, right? There's no ref. Obviously, that's like a traditional spot. But I thought the stunner mm-hmm. when there is a ref, right, and he catches him, it's a one, it's a two, it's a, oh, crap. And it, you get it for just that moment mm-hmm. where it's like he it was that close, mm-hmm. right? And then the the facial expressions by Sammy on the outside – Right. Where it's like Owens is literally giving it everything he's got. And then finally, he's just dead. Right. Mm -hmm. I just thought, as anticlimactic the finish was, I thought the match itself really leaned hard into the story that you knew was coming post match, Mm -hmm. I guess is the best way of putting that.
1: Yeah. Um, Yes, sure. Um, Owens
0: is playing second fiddle to Sammy, and Sammy's not even in the match. Mm-hmm. So Owens has got to do whatever he can. So that's a hard spot to be in, yeah. right? So I thought the match really was secondary coming into the story, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Sammy's ain't got more camera time in this match than he has in his entire career, and he didn't even wrestle, right? So, like, you knew going in where it's like, man, it's like he's reacting, and everybody goes, oh, what was he reacting to? Was he reacting to Roman Reigns kicking out of the stunner, or was he reacting to the fact that, Owens almost be Like, having that throughout, I thought, yeah. was
1: really good. Yeah, there were two spots where I, like, openly laughed. Yeah. It was the one where the ref gets knocked out. I did, too. I went, oh, god damn it. No, no, <laughs> no, no. But, but So, Reigns looks at Sammy, yeah. and, like, he's looking around, yep. and he's like, there's no ref. Okay. Yep. And then he looks at Paul yep. and goes, no ref? I was like, no ref. He goes, okay. Looks at Sammy and goes, hey, grab me a chair. Yeah. And then Sammy goes, you told me to sit here and do nothing. Yeah. And, and, I, goes, and, and, and then the, he pauses the and he goes, yeah, was, I told <laughs> you. I, I'm telling you, get a damn chair. And he goes, "Okay." It was <laughs> was so comical. Yeah, I like I cry, I, I openly yeah. laughed. Well, I was it, like, "That was hysterical." It
0: lends itself into the beaten dog, right? Yeah, kind of. Thing, thing that, that he's just. in, right?
1: Yeah, it was just so funny because he goes, you told me to stand here yep. and dude, it was yep. literally like being a dog. He was right. like, you told me to sit here yep. and now you're saying come here and get a treat. I don't yep. know which one you want exactly. me to do. Yeah, so
0: I'm confused. I'm
1: like so confused. Yeah, so then he gets a chair then he runs over and doesn't find a chair. Yeah, and then Paul Hammond's like underneath the thing, underneath the thing. He's get like, oh, here. okay. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so the and second. And then he hesitates. Which yeah, so, but that, yeah, so that, So that he hesitates and then he yep. gets the start and all that. Yeah. The next part, I thought this was if, you, if you're going to talk about like storytelling was maybe the greatest, if there's a picture of it might be the best picture in wrestling history mm. was when Owens was on the side, right for the spear through the barricade. And like Owens goes up to like grab Sammy and like grabs his knee. Yeah. And on the wait, like, there's a shot where you see Roman and he's turned. I wish I, like there was a camera mm-hmm. on me. Yeah. He turns around and he's watching Owens like, talking to sammy and puts his arm on his leg right and sammy looks sees roman and goes no 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 no!" no." (laughs) and i cried i was like that is so good because roman's like so kind of like uh doesn't know if you trust sammy yet Mm -hmm. and he's probably sitting there going why the fuck are they talking right now right exactly because i can't hear what they're talking up? is he helping him up like he's getting his like he's helping like he's got his hand on his knee blah blah blah. so i was like there's like a shot there that if they have it it would be so cool because just roman going what the fuck?
0: That's why I think this match is gonna play secondary to the story within it, right? Yeah, 100%. Like that. So, like the actual action in the ring, I thought, like I said, I still think it was really good, but I think that the story dominates, right? So, obviously, right, we get the spear, right? Yeah, losing. yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so long story yeah. short, yeah. So, uh, those those two moments, I just yeah, found fantastic. hysterical, yes. Uh, but yeah, so you get the spear, you get the weird because like he spears him and then he just pins him for three, and I was like, sure, okay. It's over. Like I said, I didn't know if there was a good way to end it like i just feel like i just just... i I really felt like there was like a a kick out like i'll get hyped up like a hulk up and then he finally just kills him with something like i thought there was like what like five more minutes that Mm. they were gonna do yeah so it felt like there was i was ready to go to bed
0: so i was like okay let's go because i knew there was story coming afterwards i was like i'm i'm
1: sleepy so so we'll run through this yeah this ending here um so he wins. Kevin Owens is dead. It's yep. really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the Usos and Sola come out. Yeah, beat the crap kinda, out of Owens. And they're kind of hanging there. Start beating them up a little bit. Pull out the handcuffs. Yep. Handcuffs Owens. Um, yep. Then Us do the Usos had like seventeen super kicks. Yeah. That may have been the perfect super kicks oh I've God. ever seen in my life. And
0: I thought they did a really good job camera wise of. Coming back and forth, right? Yeah, so you saw the impact. I thought yeah, they did a really but like nice their job super kicks too. were
1: as close to the chin, probably oh, yeah. without hitting him, as you could get. Oh yeah, it was well, like, There was it, a couple that hit him for yeah, sure, but they were, they were like young Bucks style. Uh-huh. Like wow, these are really good super kicks. Like there's someone that they're always good at wrestling. Yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're, they're great at it.
0: Yeah, um, literally the best tag
1: team ever. Just yeah, so we're clear, yeah. we're literally and we're watching them right now. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's doing that, and then Roman grabs the chair. Yep. Uh, he was about to swing it. Sammy gets in the way and goes, "Hey, you know,
0: you're better than this. You don't need to do this. it. It's done. It's Let's over. Chill. Let's it's chill. Over.
1: Like he's dead. Yep. It's cool." Yep. And Reigns goes, "Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> I, I don't need to do yeah. it. Yeah, you need to you do, do it. it. Yeah. And like the the ex, the funniest part was the expression from like him laughing on, "Yeah, you're right. You do it." Yeah. Was like the instant yes. like, "You're mm-hmm. gonna do it." Yeah. And, like, it was like, I'm, I'm going to do it.
0: I'm going I'm to take a pause here. Just appreciate what Mike just said there, though, because you're going to see Roman Reigns in movies in the next five years, just so we're clear. Yeah,
1: and actually, no, and I actually say lines. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was in movies <laughs> and doesn't <laughs> say a single he word. He had
0: cancer then. It's okay. he's not the same. Did he?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, he still Hob- does now, technically. Yeah, but, like, we're doing Hobbs and Shaw. He was like. Yeah, he was. That's I'm what he sorry. was part of. That was when he was part of. Anyway, continue. Keep yeah. going. Uh- Cause <laughs> she not say the rock would talk to him in that movie yeah. he said no words it was really funny <laughs> <laughs> well he
0: tried to say acknowledge me but then the rock was like no no <laughs> spray him with a square four ball. years later yeah, yeah exactly. maybe yeah.
1: um but yeah anyway so does him to grab the chair um sitting there he's like he's like sizing yeah. him up he's doing a nice little like yep. we're gonna like Maybe, but yeah, I don't know if I right. want to yet. The Usos are yelling
0: at him. He's like, Come on, come do on, it, you got bro. it, bro. Yeah, come right. on. Yeah.
1: And then um Rain how he got in front of him was wild because he like gets in front and goes, Are you gonna do it? Then turns around and like looks at Kevin. And I was like, Oh, this is just the ultimate setup. Like they're just yeah. they're playing it into it right now. Right. And then just like I think it's probably the best part of the story was just like the shield breakup, literally the exact same hit mm-hmm. and like fall for the shield breakup,
0: like to a scene. Let's re. I want to rewind just for a second because I do think this is important. So he gets the chair. He sizes them up. Right. Roman turns the first time mm-hmm. and he, Sammy, and everyone thinks that's when to come in. And then Reigns turns back around to Sammy and shoves him in the face. Oh, A couple of yes, yes, times. Yes, right. Yes, 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 and then to it. the point where like him and Sammy go like head to head for a second. And then Sammy, like, you know, like that stare off where like, they're going to go at it. Uh-huh. And then Sammy backs down immediately. Right. And he's like, He's trying to keep it. And then the turn. Yes, The yes. second time where it's like, okay. And then I, I I thought this was such masterful storytelling because it felt like everybody was ready. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like everybody was sitting ready for the moment. Because you know it's coming. Okay. You can feel it. And it. I feel like those shoves to the face were like that last little bit where it's like, god damn it. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, this is it. Right here. Like, yeah. right in this moment. I'll let you continue.
1: Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so, he, after yeah. I forgot about the shoves and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, he turns around the second mm-hmm. time and then he winds up and yep. just smacks. rings. yeah. Yep. And the pop that he gets. It's, it was deafening. It, was, it really was. It was, like, like, punk in Chicago mm-hmm. type of, like. Yep. Like, there's yep. very few times in, like, sporting events. It made the sound go weird for it, a it second. It did. It, like, fuzzed mm-hmm. out. Yep. It was, like, that kind of loud. Yes. Where you're watching, like. This, the Marshawn Lynch run and when he <laughs> stiff arms that last guy yep. and it's like it's that staticky like, yep. I, like it's not even sound I can't right believe now. I just saw that um, yeah. it was it's like one of those where they make like a mini earthquake basically mm-hmm. happen yep. it was like that loud I that think the
0: cool. closest one that WWE's had I think it was when Edge came back for yeah, the Rumble. Yeah, a couple at years least, ago. At least, at least in recent pre-COVID, Pre-COVID, yeah. pre-COVID, where like it was, or it was like I can't believe that I just like yeah, here, that, like, the Hardys
1: one at the WrestleMania oh, was, was awesome. another like pretty yeah. huge yeah, one. Yeah, but too. Punk
0: Chicago at Money in the Bank when he paid, just, when he
1: gets that three count and everyone's just oh, dying, um, yeah, deafening was, loud. It was awesome. Um, and literal then, chills, literal chills. Yeah, and then Sammy turns around and he's like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to do it, dog. And then, they, and then this is this is where it gets super interesting. Yeah. Because me. because I I think it wouldn't be nearly as interesting until yeah. what happens happens. So Jimmy and Solo start just like decimating mm-hmm. Sammy, mm-hmm. but Jay is off in the corner, right? And he hasn't touched him. Right. He, he's literally just in shock right, right. now. And so Jimmy's beating him, Solo's beating him. They stop and they go, Jay, come on, get yeah. in this. And Jay's just like, Right. I, right. I, yep. no, I, yep. I can't. Right. And he rolls out and leaves. And leaves. Yep. And I think that was the part where it was like, I don't know where this is going to go anymore. Right. Because I think if Jay would have just got in with the beating, it's like, okay, then it's just just mm-hmm. the bloodline beating everyone. But now with the Jay, who knows? Right. That's where it kind of gets interesting. Right.
0: Right. Um, and this is where this is why. When when they do it right, mm-hmm. and when storytelling is done correctly, and you are given the time to breathe and allow things to just develop, mm-hmm. right?
1: This is what happened. This is the result. This is beautiful. Yeah. This is so good. Now, now I'll put it in my two. Like I'm kind of on the like I don't really care for this story that much. Yeah. Um. Really? Yeah. I don't know how you're not. I'm like so captivated. See, by it. I see. My thing is, I'm I'm way more on the Cody train, so I just want yeah, that to start. No, yeah, and so like all of this stuff. But I'm just like, let me, let me. I, I want I want this to be over. But here's the, the thing, though. Stuff. I think
0: it ties into the Cody stuff, though. Yeah. Because he, here's what you're looking at. If you're the Cody side of this, right? You are looking at an unstoppable force, mm-hmm. right? That's what Roman Reigns is at this point, right? Yeah. He is a three-year champion, Hogan, Backlund, Sam Martino, uh, maybe Pedro Morales. Those are the four dudes who have held the championship longer than Roman Reigns consecutively. Mm-hmm. That is such a small list. I think it's so underrated on what he's doing right now. But but if you're Cody, right, you're coming back from the injury and all that stuff, okay? But the mountain that you have to climb mm-hmm. to beat Roman Reigns in a one-on-one match Almost looks impossible at this point, right? That's where you've gotten to. So this Sammy storyline, though, is the catalyst for the destruction of the bloodline. Mm -hmm. Because now what you have is you have dissension. Not only Sammy's now officially gone, I can't do it anymore. Like, I've been the whipping dog. I can't do it, right? And you're going to get that payoff. And now, with that's like if you would have stopped it there, right? And then all three other guys just beat the crap out of them. I go, okay, it's a clear, evident Usos, Sammy, and Owens at Mania. We're going there, right? But now, with Jay taking himself out of it and going, I can't do it. And now we still may get there. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think that's still probably the best course of action long term. Um, Because I don't think breaking up the Usos is the right move. However, having the dissension. Mm-hmm. Within the bloodline and having the dissension where it's like Roman's whole world right now is crumbling around him, right? Mm-hmm. He almost lost to Kevin, right? He was he wasn't on his game. He got outsmarted by Owens a couple weeks ago on SmackDown. We were there, right, yeah. with the contract signing. And so and now he's got to come up against Cody. Who's literally put it basically on this diatribe about I'm doing this for my dead Hall of Fame father, right? It's like, and Owens and, and then and Roman has to come out and be like, I still have to at the end of the day, this is what I have to do, right? Mm-hmm. So it's you're getting to a point where the most unstoppable force, the unmovable object in Roman reigns, where you're just like, nothing can touch Roman. And now ev- his his family's all shattered up, right? Sam- this poison that's been injected into this, and now you've got to come in, and now you've got to defend the title mm-hmm. against somebody who will not be denied. Mm-hmm. Is somebody who is like, there is nothing else I'm here to do. I literally left the company that I founded to come back and to win this match in this moment at this time. You have been untouchable for three and a half years. And now he's got to overcome that. I think it's, I do think it ties in mm-hmm. because it makes it to the point where Roman is so vulnerable, mm-hmm. but he's still like, if you're co you're like, yeah, but he's still the guy. And he did yes. such a good job. I think in the press conference where he's like, Roman's the best wrestler in the world. Mm-hmm. You go, you can't say anything else other than that. he's been the guy for three years. He's the best wrestler in the world. And you go, he goes, I have to, I think I'm number two, but I have to earn the right to, you know, to be the guy. It's, the layers that they've gone into it now, mm-hmm.
1: it's mind boggling. Yeah, it's th- the best sandwich ever. So, I think, I think, my, I think, so, in a, it's not necessarily what the story did. Yeah. I really need to get off Twitter. Yeah. Because the people on Twitter oh, yeah. make this, because everyone on Twitter now is gone. Uh, screw Cody, put Sammy. In oh that. no. And I'm no, like, no, 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 and no, And that's the discourse that I'm like, no, no, no I'm like, no, no. no. Cause, and here's the thing that always scares me yep. about, because when there's a very high uproar yep. and we, t- and you mentioned the acclaimed yep. and the acclaim is like the p- perfect kind of situation for it, yep. when everyone's like, I really want one thing to happen. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they change course and they yeah. change plans to make it happen. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, if this, I, I guess what I'm saying is in April, if it's Roman Cody and Cody wins, all of this I'll appreciate more yeah, as well. Saying, right, but right. if if they change course at all,
0: no, on the way. Well, I'll you be, were even behind Sammy winning the one of the
1: titles at Elimination Chamber. I was, yeah. But then I then Cody actually came back and won, <laughs> and I got I got my feelings up, so I don't want it to happen right. anymore. But
0: I, I will say this: I don't think Sammy's beating Roman. Yeah. I don't think that's no no no. Yeah.
1: So, so here's here's the overarching point though yeah. is when when they do the Sammy mm-hmm. Reigns match at Elimination Chamber, right. I'm like all in for the match. Right. I think and I don't awesome even know. I, here's
0: the thing. I don't even know if that's where they're going. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, and, and it's funny. I'm going to give credit to my girlfriend because she, she suggested, so what are they going to do, like a six-man tag or something at Mania? And I was like, well, I don't think it's going to be at Mania, but I'm not going to be shocked if that's what happens at Chamber, where mm-hmm. you don't have a quote-unquote title defense. Because you could have one Chamber match yeah. and... For the women's right, or a tag, or however the spill you want to do it, right? Um, assuming Roman's only wrestling one night mm-hmm. at Mania, like you gonna need to fill that. So it's like I don't know what they're gonna do. I can, and and here's and this is my sadistic mind, right? I know we're kind of getting off course here, but with this story, because Jay and the and, and now he's kind of like I'm conflicted. What about what about this? What about an elimination chamber for the title? Okay, it's all the members of the bloodline. Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens all against each other uh, where you've got Jay who's kind of like, they don't know where he's mm-hmm. at. Right. Sammy's going to try to kill him. Kevin's still here. Cause Sammy and here, Right. But then you've got Jimmy and solo to protect Roman. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like a six man basically. Right. But it's everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Where, and now Roman's got to go in and thinking technically I could lose my title. Any of you, right? Where you've got all six members, and then that's where you establish. Okay, like okay, Roman wins, the bloodlines back together, whatever like that. Sammy and Kevin are doing this thing against whatever the whatever the spiel you want to go with, right? Where if you want to, if you needed to have a chamber with Roman in it, right? I think that's the best way to go.
1: Yeah, I okay. I guess in that aspect, if you need a chamber with Roman, yeah, then that's because here's my thing. It's like when
0: it's like in 2005 where Batista was in the Elimination Chamber with Triple H, but it's like triple is like so you're going to help me win the title right like mm-hmm. that's that's the, that's the point here so solo and jimmy are there to help roman yes and and it gets to the point where okay everybody gets eliminated and it gets down to sammy and roman at the end mm-hmm. right roman beats him blah 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 and, we're, and yeah
1: we're i see I, I guess i just i want to see sammy and reigns just one on one yeah in like a classic match in canada mm-hmm. yeah. give me that like I, I mean, listen, if that happens, that I'm totally cool Yeah, for, for super sure. heel energy. Yeah. And I, I guess, actually, no, I do care now. I, I definitely want Reigns to just kill him. That would be really fun to watch. So, I, And here's the thing, too. And the same way Kevin can go yeah. streamlined into the Usos. But tag. what
0: I love is that, too, is that this storyline now converted Roman from cool guy heel mm-hmm. to heel. Yeah. Right? Right. There were loud boos, the FU Romans, right? Like, there was like legit heat from that mm-hmm. because Sammy is so over. So, that in itself, it changes everything. It changes the whole dynamic now mm-hmm. about everything. I am clearly, we don't know where they're going to go with it, but I do think that this story at the end of the day actually helps Cody long term because I think it's one of those things where I think it sets up like this monumental moment Mm -hmm. because he's going to go through everybody. Roman's gone. Literally, if you think about it, Roman's gone through everybody. And then he had to go through saving his own family, Mm -hmm. right? To get to WrestleMania. And the only thing that stopped him was Cody. You -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that, that's like, that's where they're kind of positioning it as, is that there is this one guy Who cannot and will not be denied against the person who has denied everybody Mm -hmm. forever, has kept this whole thing afloat, and Cody's the one guy to do it. Yeah. That's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like star level shit to like next level star level shit.
1: Yeah, I guess I just would have liked to see, and I guess it could still happen depending on what they do at the chamber. Oh, yeah. It's like the whole bloodline together, and Cody just battling through kind of like how Kevin Dolan's has been going through the last month. Mm -hmm. It's just like every time Cody gets like a little bit of momentum, he just gets his ass kicked by them. And it's just like the mountain is just there. Yeah. I just
0: think it's one of those scenarios where you could easily, I think Roman and Cody by themselves, I think is enough where I think like having Paul with Roman and Cody yeah. And just that be the focal point. Get all the extra shit out of there, right? Usos are busy with Kevin and Sammy, all the other stuff. And it's just those two guys going at it, I feel like, is like one of those things where it's like, this could be a thing forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of goodwill that they've built up here. And I am ecstatic. I really am. Right. I thought it was beautiful. Beautifully well done. Yeah, I don't I don't subscribe to the theory that Sammy should take the spot or anything like that. That's dumb. Yeah. But... Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. I just... I'm... I'm just not as invested in the Roman Reigns thing as everyone else is. So yeah. it was just watching it. Like, I was waiting for a big reveal or mm-hmm. a big, like, thing to happen. Yeah. And I was, like, the turn was I expected. didn't like the fact that they advertised it as the final chapter. I didn't like yeah. that. Well, so, and that was, I guess, my sec- like yeah. side kind of point was mm-hmm. it was the final chapter. And then, like, Roman was, like, you have your big test at mm-hmm. the Rumble. Right.
0: Okay. And, yeah, I, right. and I feel yeah. like
1: he didn't have that. Big of a test, like you, well, yeah. like his big test was you're gonna be at ringside while I kill Kevin Owens. Well, the test was the was the
0: after it was are you if you because if he would have hit Kevin, it's like okay, you're in right. Yeah. But it, but that's the funny part the was like original, yeah. I guess like how it yeah. looked
1: was like originally, Range was gonna nail him right. and then walk off and be fine. Right. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't until Sammy got involved and said hey, where I was like all right, here's your final test, take the chair. Right. Like it was like Range was gonna do the work right. and then leave and make him a part of the family, like, yeah. watching him do it. I don't know, I just yeah. I feel like it was like we we speculated all week on like the final test what could this right, final right. test be yeah. and then there's really like no real final <laughs> test but but yeah i just i i'm just ready for cody to take the title and do his own thing so yeah just, and and, and i think that's that. coming
0: i think you think it's coming right i yeah. just think there's there's so many branches and i think that's why i'm enjoying this as much as i am is because of the of the branches that you can you can spur off of this now yeah. right where you're like there's so many different ways to go Yeah. And that's exciting for me, right? Mm -hmm. Where you just go, it's not this straight, okay, Roman, Brock, title for title, this is how we're getting there, right? Mm -hmm. Like it feels like there's it's a create your own adventure Mm -hmm. right now. And you could go so many different ways and you're just excited to see which way they're gonna go with it. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, I think your point is made though that like when Cody does do it, it's a it's a monumental moment. Yeah. Like when Cody beats Roman, it's a moment where you go, Well, that's it's I'm trying not to be, like, bombastic here when I say that. It's like when Austin beat Sean. Mm-hmm. It really is. Because you go, that's the new guy. That's the guy now. That's the guy right there. And now there will never be, like, I mean, Roman's in a, in Cena. Those guys are in different realms. But, like, that's the next one. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, so Cody's going to just rule the roost here for the next five years. Okay, cool. It's him and Roman and Drew. Like, you've got, like, yeah. that. where Cody's that guy now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exciting. It's just super exciting. Yeah. All right. We're going to somehow transition out of the Royal Rumble to – Oh, God. NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, we're an oh, hour you in. you say
1: that, I think it's going to be a banger of a card, though.
0: A banger of a card? Yeah. Okay. All
1: right.
0: I, I'm, like, I'm excited for a couple matches, but I just, you know, I, I mean, t- coming from Rumble to this. Like,
1: like let's be, I think yeah. the in-ring product will be better on this show than the Rumble. Well,
0: yeah. Well, the Rumble, I mean, you got two matches, a whole bunch of people fake punching each other for an hour. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, like, that's what I mean by, like, banger of a show. Yeah. Um,
0: I hope so. I'm glad that they're traveling. That'll help immensely.
1: Yes. Um, first off, the only non the only non title match we have on the show got Apollo Creed and Carmelo Hayes in a best two out of three falls match. Hmm,
0: that's interesting. Uh, I didn't even know this match was actually on the card. Weirdly enough, um, yeah. I thought, uh, it t- uh, thought it was supposed to be on. Thought it was supposed to be TV. Maybe that's why I was confusing it. Um, yeah, this was cool. I mean, Carmelo Hayes gets the win, but yeah, I think
1: Carmelo Hayes gets the win. Yeah,
0: but I think. It Good yeah, match. I think it'd be fine. You know, I think Apollo Crews, but he's weird. Because, like, I thought, like, they were going to do something with him for a second. And then he did, like, the whole, like, Nigerian, like, Prince thing for a second. And mm-hmm. now he's back to just being
1: Apollo Cruz again. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. Katana Chance, Kaden Carter, uh Fallen Henley, and Kiana James. Um, Champs retain. Sh- yeah, sure. I got nothing on that one. Absolutely nothing. Yep. NXT tag team title four way match. This will be good. So we got the New Day taking on Pretty Deadly, taking on Gallus. It was Mark Coffey and Wolfgang taking on a mystery team that we'll find out on Wednesday. Yeah, this is
0: I think where the New Day drop the titles
1: here. Yeah, they'll drop them to some yeah, one of the three. Yeah, where uh, they're per-
0: p- is this an elimination tag? Do you know by
1: chance, or is no, this it's just what first fall? Okay, yeah, first fall. Um, I think it's probably gonna be the Gallus, but
0: yeah, I like Gallus quite a bit too. I think they're a good tag team, big tag team from NXT UK. I think they're the longest reigning NXT UK tag champs. I- believe that is correct out of like the um, five they well, had, yeah they only had yeah but um yes, yeah was, I, I i i'm behind that i don't think pretty deadly needs it um so i think that yeah, i, think, I back, think the
1: three teams that are in the the wednesday one are all like brand new teams right so i don't think any of them are like super established yeah so i think gallus gets it and holds them for a little bit and that, yeah I, and i think it. once again right we talked about it when the new day won the titles
0: right is whoever wins the titles from the new day right in whatever fashion that immediately
1: elevates them as like a legit team so yep. that's important uh nxc women's championship three-way match here yep. we have roxanne perez taking on gg dolan versus jc jane i think a tale is told as old as time man yeah. the- these are always very interesting having the tag team versus yeah. jira show versus
0: undertaker for the world Heavyweight yeah, title. or dx versus cena literally
1: yep. the exact same show
0: yeah or kane and undertaker versus stone cold right yeah. like yeah. It-, it never it just you know yeah. it just happens all the, time. all the time yep um Champertains, uh, yeah. The way.
1: Roxanne Perez. I don't think they ever lose no, by the way, no.
0: but <laughs> uh, Austin technically did. Yeah. For being getting getting super literal about
1: it, but yes. Yeah. But uh, Roxanne Perez will probably win because yeah. those two will double team for a little bit and then realize, oh, the championship's on the line. Mm. Let me get one, and yeah. then they'll beat each other up. And wait, then Roxanne- you said I could win?
0: No, you said I could win.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Roxanne Perez wins. Yeah, probably a good match. Uh, I do wish
0: one time though that was like a thing where it's like, oh, so you're gonna win, okay, and then that person no, does. Yeah, legitimately. And then you're wins. like, wait. Yes. Oh, shit. She just won. Okay. <laughs> make her look so stupid. I, I know, right?
1: <laughs> Why did you do that? I just really like to be her friend. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Friendship over anything these days. Uh, NXT North American title match, which low-key, if you went, matches I wouldn't think would be the banger. Mm-hmm. This match might be the banger. Yeah. Wesley versus Jijack. Jack.
0: Yeah, I kind of I'm I'm on the
1: die-jack train here. I am on the die-jack train um, also. I also don't, yeah. but like on the other side of the mountain, yeah. I don't know what Wesley would do if he loses. Yeah,
0: here's the thing with Wesley though. As much as I commended them for like giving him a chance after his partner went all Nazi and crap and all through that shit, the fact that like okay, they're gonna try try him as a single, right? And they gave him the North American title, cool, right? I just feel like. I'm not getting anything from Wesley character-wise. Like, who is Wesley, right? Like, I just not... He just seems kind of generic, plain Jane to me. Crem- tremendous athlete. Awesome in the ring. But I'm not getting anything character-wise. You want to know why a guy like Grayson Waller in the main event? Because he's got a character. Mm-hmm. That's 100% why. Yep. Um, I would be for Dijak here. And I think that's a big win for Dijak. He needs something. I was really excited for him when him and, like, Keith Lee were doing stuff and as a tag team. Yep. And then they made him fucking... T bar or whatever, and that was awful. So, you
1: know, here we are. Yep. And main event time we have the NXC <clears throat> championship steel cage match. Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller.
0: I think Waller wins it. I do think- I think Waller takes it. I think it's time. Yeah, quite frankly. Yeah, uh, about agree. time, really. Yeah, um but, I, I I hope there's a couple title changes on this show to kind of
1: springboard should- us in here. I think there should be at least two. Yeah. If not maybe even three. Yeah. And I think like I said, going down the card. No, I think it's I don't be see fine. any matches yeah. outside maybe the women's tag match. I'm like, yeah. I don't care for that much. Yeah. Like all five matches, I think, or five out of the six, I think are going to be at least I'm, good mat- like quality matches. Yeah, that. You, that
0: yeah, I'm yeah. fascinated by the the crowd reaction, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that they are traveling outside of the uh, performance, uh, right? Like they're going on the road. I'm very intrigued as because yeah. I think that will help.
1: Yeah, the first. I think, and we always talk about that's what I thought the takeovers yeah. in, like, the golden era, I guess mm-hmm. what they call, of NXT, was, like, you have all these small shows for an hour, mm-hmm. and, like, like 100 people are there, and then you go to a takeover with, like, 20,000 people, and just the atmosphere mm-hmm. makes it feel different. Yeah. Like, when they open with the four-way tag, and the crowd's going absolutely insane for all these people, and there's right. 20,000 people cheering instead of, like, 100 people yeah. in a little performance center, I think it's gonna be, like... Yeah. Changes everything. Oh, okay. Everything. Yeah, yeah. we, oh, okay. Like, yeah, this is for legit sure. stuff.
0: Because even in the golden era of NXT, those shows weren't all that great. Like the TVs. No. Like, oh, you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. Not the takeovers. I was like 2017
1: to 2019, no. those takeovers <laughs> no. were literally golden. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about <laughs> the television shows to yeah. get to the te- Yeah, they, they would the have takeover. like, You're every like three weeks, you would have like one banger of a match probably, and the rest were all just... Yeah, because they only had an hour, right? It's like Rampage. It's like... You know,
0: Rampage most weeks you can probably skip.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of what it is.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it though. We'll go over it next week. Um, all right, let's pivot a little bit though. We have talked a lot of wrestling. We have talked about an hour of it, um, but it's Rumble weekend, so it's it's warranted. Warranted. Yes, yes it is. Um, all right, I, I have I have several things here. So, I'll let, I, do, do, do we want to start with the USFL and then me get salty, or do we want to start? Uh, do we want to get salty and then at the end 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 with a whimper?
1: I was. <laughs> <laughs> Not the USFL. All right. So, or the XFL. Like whatever yeah, outsiders football stuff right, you want to so, do. First right. And so then. we got
0: some news right last week that the USFL. Um, is expanding locations, I guess is the best way of putting it right, right? now. They've got, what, three hubs Four now? hubs. Four hubs. Yeah. Um, they have eight teams, right. so each hub has, has two, two teams. teams. Right. So, and Michigan, Ford Field, got chosen to be one of those hubs, and the Michigan Panthers and the Philadelphia Stars, right, are the two teams that I believe are going to be playing their home games at Ford Field. Which is pretty freaking cool, quite frankly, right? I'm sure tickets are twelve dollars and a ham sandwich and you'll they be are, in, but
1: uh, Twenty
0: five? That's not bad. Um, I think shit. I'd go to a game. Yeah, I mean, unless unless you now, know. like,
1: it was like a pre. It was pre-sale like a pre sale. Like you couldn't pick your seat, but uh, it was like you, I think it was like <laughs> I want to say ticket, like season ticket thing, uh, yeah, but I it know. was like to pre order to like get your ticket was oh. like $25. Yeah, I don't know how much tickets are actually going to be. But I can't imagine. Ticket manager said money. $25. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like they're going to give you a seat if you pay the $25 or you can go in and like pick I, wherever you want to sit. Well, here's the, the thing. Well, here's the thing. You you
0: can't have assigned seating because there's no way they're going to fill up Ford Field. So uh, it's like it, you're just going to be like you get a ticket. It's like going to a high school game. I'm just going to sit down. Like <laughs> Yeah.
1: Probably, that's probably what it is. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, they, I mean, they could probably get a good amount of the lower bowl filled. But oh yeah, for sure. Um, but not so, like St. Louis can. But yeah, no, well, yeah. battle folks um, fill out that stadium. Maybe. So our four
0: fields hosting right. USFL's come back. We've got the XFL kind of on the verge of starting. Yeah, right?
1: I have that. I have that set for us to talk about in a couple weeks. Yeah, we can, no, no, no. I was just saying. It now. I was saying we
0: got all the stuff coming in, but like for you, right are you excited for season two of the USFL? Are you excited for the XFL to come be coming back? Like just like, the, like a rough overview because I mean, we can only talk so much about, Oh, it's that four field. Okay. Next. But like the fact that we're actually getting a season two, I think is important yeah. because like, they're actively like, Hey, you know, mm. it helps that it's owned by a television company. So they have TV, but like, are you, are you more interested? Are you less interested? Because last year was such a dumpster fire for us locally. Like,
1: I, I I would say I am much much more excited for the XFL yeah. than the USFL. Is
0: it only be so is it only because of the fact that it's New again, and because no, of the so, last time we saw it,
1: so I think the problem fundamentally I had with the USFL, and yeah. it, I think it'll get better because my this is like the one complaint I yeah. had with it is I hated the neutral field for yeah. all the games, right? Because every game that was a Birmingham game, right, was had like seven people in the stadium, right, and it just looked like no one cared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the XFL, their first season and this upcoming mm-hmm. season, they're doing like home games right. in your stadium, so like St. Louis will have home games in the St. Louis whatever right. their arena is yeah, yeah. called. Um and when you watch those twenty twenty ones before they shut down, they filled up, they sold out their lower bowl mm-hmm. and their camera work was like it looked yeah. rowdy, and it looked loud and it yeah. looked like it was like meaningful. Yeah, for sure. Like we watched the um yeah. Battlehawk, I think like Roughnecks game. Yeah. It was like week four. Yeah. And it felt like now, a big game. Now the football is like college like like watching Mac football basically. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like the best football out no. there. But if they're on an equal playing field, it's actually a little more fun because more mistakes kind of happen and, like, anything can happen. But the game was, like... Yeah. I'm like, I'm invested. Like, yeah. I was like, I was having a great time watching it.
0: Are you, are you? So having, so, yeah, yeah. so
1: to that point though, having at least more hubs, yeah. so more teams have that home field feel, like Michigan, when the Michigan Panthers play, right. they're going to have a good amount of Panthers fan, like Michigan yeah. people yep. filling out their lower bowl. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel a little more important watching the 1,000%. Panthers this year instead of having seven people up in the crowd and watching a one in nine team. Yeah. So are, I, I'm are more you interested in the, the
0: presentation of it? Like, do you think that, like, cause the last time we were really big fans, Fans of the XFL when the when first mates come back because of some of the stuff that they changed right yeah. the, and they're still doing that stuff right, right hearing stuff. the play calls right and stuff like that do you think like the USFL should try to adopt some of that stuff because <laughs> because like the XFL has been very clear we are a developmental league to hopefully get more tape for guys to go to the NFL like they are in partnership with the NFL mm-hmm. right the USFL is like no 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 we're a we're a separate thing yeah
1: we're a professional and, league yeah here.
0: but. Clearly, they're not because you're not signing. You're not competing. Like, no one is from the USFL is like, hey, let's get Bryce Young to come and play here like they Mm -hmm. used to, right? But do you think the USFL, because it's just, I don't want to say it's just football, but it's just lower quality football right now. Like, they didn't really change much to it. I don't know how sustainable it is unless your quality of play gets. So, the quarterback play for me was the biggest thing mm -hmm. for the USFL last year, where it was like, this is bad quarterback play.
1: Yeah, so the... The reason why I'm more excited for the XFL yeah. is um, one when, again when we watched it in 2020, yeah. the quarterback play was actually like okay, good yeah. to the quality of players around them. Correct, like. Uh, PJ Walker yep. and Doran like they yep. were actually like, mm-hmm. yeah. you, they could move the ball and they could throw. Yep. So, like, it was actually yep. fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the home field advantage thing, the hearing the referee talk about each call that they were making, watching them do the reviews, mm-hmm. the hearing over- the play like, calls. Hearing the play calls, like, all of that stuff combined with, like, I'm not super, like, obviously, we kind of bandwagon the Battle Hawks yeah. as just like a general team, mm-hmm. but we're not like diehard invested into it. Right. So, it's kind of fun, like, during the NBA season, when it's a Sunday at, like, 2 o'clock, yeah. okay, I can watch, you know, the Cavs and OKC, and then on another screen I can watch, oh, Battle Hawks and Sea Dragons. Are right. On too. right, right, Like, right. I can just, like, it's yeah. just another game. I don't have to sit and dedicate, okay, I have to be there at 8 o'clock on Sunday night to watch Battlehawk right. Battle Hulk game. Right. But it's, like, just, like, more football. It's literally, like, watching, like, Mac football mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night. Like, yeah. if I'm home and it's on, it's, like,
2: right, I'll watch yeah.
1: Central Michigan and <laughs> Western play. Right. But, like, I'm not, like... Oh my god! That yeah, cancel all my plans. Right. Wednesday night I got to be here for this game. Like so, <laughs> I'm excited because I, I just I would I, laugh if that was you though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no! I can't go out tonight. Why?
1: Uh, Battlehawks awesome. are on. Yeah. <laughs> I do try to watch Battlehawk games. As much I, as I can, yeah. But we're like not I leaving said, the team. We're yeah. still Battlehawks. Yeah. No, I'm I'm am yeah. committed Michigan Panther Battlehawk yeah. fan yeah. till yeah. I die now. But <laughs> even you know what's funny is even the XFL expanded to a Michigan place. Oh, no, I think I'd have to switch. I would still be a battle. Hug.
0: I don't know, it depends on what our I'd uniforms doing. I'd be
1: like a co-fan, like I'd be a hawk and a... Yeah, I, a I think Michigan it would depend
0: fan. on what our uniforms look like. Like, yeah, sure. like oh, I, these look ugly I'm as I'm not sin. a
1: big Panther Michigan uniform Panther? guy.
0: I love, I don't like their uniforms. I love their helmets, though. No, their helmets are cool. Their helmets are but like Our the, uniforms the, are ugly as yeah, sin. Yeah, the brown inside, I'm yeah, not a big fan. Now, the
1: Battlehawk helmets... And uniforms, yeah, all of them awesome. awesome. So yeah. that's why I'm looking. XFL did a nice job with most of their uniforms, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I was nice. I was watching like a thing where like they like went so in depth with all the uniforms. Like The Rock would sit there and they're like, So can we make like this? Can we like turn that to like a yellow outfit? Yeah. And like they were like going through each outfit uh-huh. and like customize. I was like, You know, what? at least they put a lot of time yeah, and effort it. into it. Well, like, yeah,
0: because they did their draft and they took all these quarterbacks and everyone, we who the hell are these dudes? I know the
1: Battle Hawks <laughs> are the only one that's a quarterback, like AJ McCarron. I was like, At least I know the name. Yeah, I was like, Okay, I'll <laughs> make like, something. Didn't um, help because like uh, Panthers had that number one pick, picked Shea Patterson. Patterson. I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah,
0: that doesn't mean it's good. And Paxton Lynch. Yeah, they got both of the yeah. NFL <laughs> QBs. Like,
1: neither one of them. Oh my them. God, terrible, <laughs> just terrible. But, but anyway, anyway, so yes, yeah, so XFL much more excited for. Yeah. Um, it might also be because it's like right after the NFL. Yeah. And then like when you get through the XFL season, you're like, okay, I'm kind of good over the summer. Like I don't mm-hmm. need summer football really. Yeah. It's all. Like the pro start because like yeah. there's training camp. It's a great after the draft and, and everything. Like yeah. I'm kind of good with like I'm kind of footballed out by the summer and then I'm like back in in the September. Yeah. And that's when the USFL was going. The XFL is nice. It's like right after, so I'm like, oh, the Super Bowl hit. I don't have any football. Oh, USFL or the XFL's on. Wait, yeah. Uh, it's
0: you know I'm just hoping the Michigan Panthers have the worst team in the league. That's pretty much all I'm asking for at this point.
1: I'm hoping that they're not the worst. And I hope the Battlehawks are competitive. Yeah, because if they both suck, yeah, it's gonna be it's really gonna bad. Because really yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna watch any games. Sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like at least the Battlehawks were like four and one. So I, I was know. like, at least we're watching a good team I play. I was like, all right. Like hey, they were the one good. of the best two teams. i was loving the Roughnecks. So yep. I was like, okay, yeah, for
0: sure. Um, all right, let's shift focus here. Right, um, soapbox time. Yeah, uh I have some. I have I have complaints.
1: Okay, Mike. Are you gonna give me your complaints, and I'm gonna like talk? Okay, so, I'm gonna talk you through okay, the complaints? Yeah, or yeah.
0: I'm gonna what's, need what's you. Okay, here? so no, I'm just upset. Okay, because I went into this football season, this NFL season, right? And I think we were both kind of on the same page. We're like, okay, this was kind of Buffalo's year to get it done. <laughs> okay. okay,
1: okay. I'm just not happy with the Buffalo Bills. No, I'm not
0: happy with the Buffalo Bills. Not even a little bit. And, and I know people are like, why the hell are you talk about Buffalo Bills? Because quite frankly, I go, this is what ha- this is what happens when we all get a little too excited about a team that is yet to show that they can do it. Mm -hmm. I felt like that a little bit with the chargers this year where I was like, "Mm." but they had some injuries. So I'm giving them a year of a pass and they fired Joe Lombardi. So they're already going to be way better on offense just by default. Um, But Buffalo was like, okay, you got screwed last year and those stupid overtime rules. Darn it. You got screwed, you know, dang it. You know, 13 seconds. I mean, who can guard Mahomes for 13 seconds? I mean, come on. Literally anybody. Yeah, it's fine. Except them. Um, right? Darn it. If Josh <laughs> Allen would have got the ball, they would have went to the AFC title game. They would have beat Joe Burrow, and they would have lost to Matthew St- <laughs> Super Bowl. Whatever. Darn it. So, and they made the rule changes, so you're like, no excuses this year. We got Von Miller, blah, blah, blah. We're going for it. Gabriel Davis is a saint. He is the best receiver in football. We're going for Josh Allen, clearing away, MVP, going to do it.
1: <sighs> Those were a lot of things I said.
0: Well, Josh I think, Allen think, we, were, part I think said. we were all kind of in agreement, yeah. right? You were like, okay. I mean, not the, the, the they didn't get screwed. That part I was just being a dick about. But, like, the most part, right, that was the narrative. Mm-hmm. And yet, here they come again, and they lose again. Ugly, by the way. And I'm gonna be honest with you, you can make the argument they probably could have lost to Miami the week before had Tua played.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what to do about Buffalo. I don't know what to do about Josh Allen. No, we're so we're so quarterback centric nowadays in the NFL. Where the hell do you put Josh Allen right now? Because to me, he's entering and I, I feel like Buffalo fans are gonna feel like this is an overreaction a little bit, but I but I've been here. He's entering Matthew Stafford territory
1: mm-hmm.
0: where he's gonna put up good numbers right? He's going to overall, I think, make your team better, but damn it, does he make some decisions every once in a while where you go, what the hell was that? And he becomes a detriment at times because he's trying to do too much or do something too fancy or whatever, and he's going to cost your team a big game. What the hell happened? Because this was the team that we were supposed to be talking about playing Kansas City this week, and then we we're going to get Buffalo, and name a team for the NFC, and Buffalo's going to finally break through that glass ceiling. But they choked it away again, and I don't think they're getting enough flack for it, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. You have no reason why you should have lost to Cincinnati. You have a better roster. I can't say you have a better quarterback at this point, but you've got a better roster. You have a better coach. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I really don't. I don't get it. Yeah. No. Well, I would say... And you're at home.
1: Yes, that's tough. That's tough. Um, Roster-wise... I think overall they have a better roster. Really, I I kind of like Cincinnati's roster a little more. I'm really? not gonna lie. To Even you.
0: defensively, like mm-hmm. defensively, they got a lot of good pieces in in Buffalo. They like do at all levels.
1: Yeah, I well, so the one thing is, I think the Von Miller thing really killed because they that no does pa- hurt. They had no pass yeah. rush out, outside of him, and I don't think their secondary is very good at all. Yeah, because they lost Micah Hyde the right. whole season. Yeah, and then Tre'Davious White only played like four games. Yeah, so like Cincinnati as a whole just didn't really go through the injury bug. Yeah. as much as Buffalo did. Correct. Um, and then offensively, I'm like, if you wanted to, like, I would take Jamar Chase. Oh over yeah, Diggs, no. yeah, even T Higgins over Gabriel oh, Davis. Gabriel Davis. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Tyler Boyd over whoever they're third. Like there's a lot of pieces outside maybe Joe Mixon yeah. and their offensive line. is like I'd take yeah. a lot of Cincinnati pieces. Um but with that being said, I don't think there's much I mean there's not there's not an excuse you can make. Yeah. It's just they just did not show up. Are they play. the
0: biggest disappointment of the year? Um like I think they were the team that went in with most expectations and the ones that fell flat. Like I'm gonna get to Dallas in a second. But like they definitely feel like to me, like Buffalo's the team where I was like, "This is the year."
1: Yeah, I would say. Like, I would say going in, they probably had the farthest placement. Fall. I think they were Super Bowl favorites coming out and opening the year, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah, they were the Super Bowl favorites. They were probably. I mean, they were everyone's pick going into the playoffs. Oh yeah, practically. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think they had the farthest placement average from like you were going to win the Super Bowl to what your actual placement was. Yeah, they probably had the biggest. Um, mm-hmm. Fall from yeah. anybody. So I would say they were probably the biggest um, disappointments. It's not, I mean, it's not hard to be the biggest disappointment when you're supposed mm-hmm. to be the Super Bowl favorite and you don't make the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Um, Lose yeah, no. a
0: playoff game at home mm-hmm. when you're supposed to have a top five guy quarterback. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Like, th- those are things that, like, you're getting, we're getting to the point where we're so eager to anoint these dudes as like legit guys, right? Mm hmm. And very few of them have actually done anything. Like Burrow has now proven he's a dog, right? Like oh, yeah. if, if Burrow would have lost first round of the playoffs this year, right, you'd have mm-hmm. gone, okay, like that was a run, he's good, but they're just not there yet, mm-hmm. right? He's in the AFC title game. He's, by the time people are hearing this, he could be in the Super Bowl for a second straight year. It's very legitimately possible, right? Yeah. Mahomes has now done it, right? He's mm-hmm. done it for over the length of his career. There are certain guys that have done it, and there are certain guys that we are... Putting up on the same level
1: as them that have not. Josh Allen right now is that guy. Yeah, he has not done it. I would so. The th- the hard thing about Buffalo this season, yeah. and I don't want to make it an excuse by any sense, but I think the entire Hamlin situation from a football perspective, yeah, and, and and a psychological, perspective, oh yeah, that's tough. Is really hard because from the psychological perspective, you almost watch a guy die on the field, your own teammate die on the field, yeah, your brother at all, yeah, Yeah. legitimately. Like, so it was like heartbreaking to watch on Mm -hmm. the field, but also just in terms of like football. If you took just like that out of it, if they beat the Bengals hypothetically, now the Bengals were kind of dogging them for Mm -hmm. a little bit, so who knows? But if they end up winning that game. They would have been the one seed, got a bye, and that second one would be Chiefs-Bengals to basically play the Bills for the AFC Championship. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. Right. And not to say they got screwed out of it because obviously they didn't – Right? they They would have have made it a neutral site and uh, they had no control Mm -hmm. over it. But I do think just that whole situation from both aspects was a bigger blow than – People I think people kind of made it out to be. Yeah. Like I think like that Patriots game, everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is going to bouncing the miracle. back. They're yeah. bouncing back. It's going to yeah. be the miracle run." But then you watch that Patriots game after that kick return. Yeah. They barely beat the Patriots. Right. Then barely beat Miami. I just think like yeah. their will to play was just not there anymore. Yeah. And I think that's just something that no one will harp on. Everyone will just be, "Oh, Josh Allen sucks." Right. Or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Or like, oh, you know, Josh Allen just throws too many interceptions and defense can't stop anybody. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, that was probably just harking on them yeah. the entire time. I think, And it's something that you just can't get out of your head. You I know? think Josh Allen succumbed to the pressure a little bit. And what I mean by that
0: is is that I think that he was trying to do too much yeah. for his team, which is admirable in a sense. where He's like, hey, listen, I'm the, be- I'm the guy, right? I got to take this team and put them on my back. I get it. But like... I felt like he was trying to force things to happen mm-hmm. that did not need to happen, right? Yeah. Like, I think his interceptions went up because he was trying too hard. I think his decision-making was piss poor mm-hmm. last month of the season. I mean, you even saw a game, like, even against the Lions, where like, there were moments where you're like, what the hell? And then he throws a strike to Stephon Diggs to win the game, and you go, see, that's the difference, right? And we we talked about that. I didn't see that out of him Yeah, in this stretch.
1: He, he plays like... So the Bills play like the Chiefs do. Yeah. But outside, like, but like, instead of being the Chiefs who have like the success who can play like that and people still believe in them, they don't have the postseason success for that. Yeah. Like the Chiefs, like, you know, five straight AFC Championship games with Mahomes, Mm -hmm. two Super Bowls, one Super Bowl. So it's like, if they're kind of coasting through the season, and they lose a couple, like, they lose to the Colts in a weird game, and they lose to whoever, it's like, oh, it's not that big a deal, because when the playoffs come, they'll show up and, you know, do their thing. I think the Buffalo Bills through the season... Coast through, and everyone gives them the same pass mm-hmm. and kind of overlook the problems. Yeah. So with the playoffs come, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you know, they're thirteen and four, but like right. Josh Allen hasn't played well, but like the playoffs he'll get better." Right. But it's like you've never seen right the propensity for right. him to just like um, the Warriors in basketball and the and LeBron yeah. would normally do it too, where like the regular season they. 55 wins, 50 wins. We're the one seed, but it's not like a blowout. Yeah, you're not blowing them out. Cavs were a four seed or something. You're like, this is so weird. And then the playoffs come and you go, oh, that's why we don't bet against that guy. Okay, that makes sense. The Bills haven't done the postseason success, Mm -hmm. so people kind of just like forgive them for the regular season and then bet them still and Mm -hmm. go, I don't understand why we're betting them because they haven't done anything. Right.
0: Yeah, I'm just fascinated by it because it's just one of those situations where it's like it's so frustrating to watch because it, we see this all the time where we're just like, yep, we're going to nominate this guy, this guy, this guy. These are the new second coming and these are the new best quarterbacks and it just never seems to work out that way. Um, I do want to talk about Dallas too because I do think that's the other team in this mix that was had high expectations. I'm not going to talk about the Giants. I'm not going to talk about um, you know some of these other teams that you know took an L. They're just not the same, right? Like Baltimore. I'm sorry, Baltimore didn't have Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. It's just not like a thing, right? Like so, like you, you know, um, certain teams you just, you know, Tampa's not very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we knew that all
1: year. Um, but yeah, Dallas, Char- Chargers is also a tough one. But yeah, and you know what? Their all... seating kind of got fucked up with the uh, with the injuries and stuff. it's kind of the Chargers, <laughs> and also Brandon Staley's just yeah, noise. like Brandon. Here's the thing: Brandon Staley is a good coach. Yep when things he, are going right well not when he's going <laughs> right but like when he goes against the grain yeah. and it's like being a good coach and i feel like everyone bullied him out of being a good coach like yeah. there was like so like Campbell does it too where like fourth and 2 on the opposing 40 yard line yeah. it's like hey maybe we should go for it mm-hmm. because if we don't get it okay they it's almost like like there's not that big of a difference right, right? so like they go for it then they get it and they keep the drive alive Staley used to go for it. Yeah. Or like go for two point conversions mm-hmm. when you needed them or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like everyone was like, oh, this guy's stupid for going on fourth because he missed it a couple times. Right. And he's like, all right, now we're going to punt right. on the opposing 35 yard line on fourth and two. It's like, no, you go for it. Right. Like try to get points. Like I feel like he got bullied out of being <laughs> a, a good coach. And now he's like being very conservative. And yep. now he's not a good coach. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I'm happy that. Dan Campbell has a thick skin and people can't bully him out of. No, he don't care. Like yeah. he gets a rat's ass yeah. out of whatever. <laughs> know, like I if they're like, if, if he goes for two, like goes out of fourth yeah. and two and misses it, people mm-hmm. go, why'd you go? He goes, well, I thought we were going to win. Yeah. But you're not going right. to bully me out of not doing it the next time, right. which is something I appreciate. Brandon yeah. Staley was like, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll plan it next time.
0: The only thing I have to say with Char- the chargers, the chargers are going to be the Buffalo for me next year. Mm -hmm. It's do it or or I'm not or done. Like, I'm sorry. Like I can't keep like, and this goes for Herbert too, quite frankly, like Mm -hmm. get it done or don't. I don't care. But like, if you don't get it done, you can't tell me this is the next coming of so-and-so because you haven't done it Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. It's getting to the point where it'd be one thing if Herbert was like going under the radar and he's just playing well and you go, okay, he's just kind of keeping this bad Charger team afloat here. Mm-hmm. That's not the case, though. This is a good roster. Yeah. They have a very good roster. Now, injuries did not help, especially at the wide receiver position not for him. Time. Huge, right? But all things considered, right? Oh. You know, and I don't like comparing everybody to Mahomes because that's not fair. It's like comparing people to Brady or Peyton Manning, but Mahomes also did lose Tyree Kill. Right. And they still kind of put it together. Now the scheme and everything with it. And that's why I'm giving Herbert a pass because Joe Lombardi sucks. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been saying he sucks since before the season started. I go, he's going to kill this man because Lombardi's awful, but you need to start seeing it from some of these guys. Right. Mm -hmm. Which brings me to the Cowboys now because the Cowboys are interesting. This defense is legit. Dan Quinn staying in Dallas, right? He's turned down his head coaching jobs. He's like, I got it made here kind of a little bit. Um, Another failure, though, by this Dallas Cowboy team. They went hard on Twitter on their own team, which was weird. Um, thoughts on the Cowboys' loss. Like, are you, I mean, are they closer? Because they don't feel closer, but they are playing better, I think. But Dak is weird, and he turnover prone, mm-hmm. and you don't know what the hell you're going to do about your running back situation. Your offensive line is getting older. Kellen Moore may not be coming back now because Mike McCarthy's not, apparently, thrilled with him. Mike McCarthy may or may not getting fired depending on the week. Like, I don't – for a team that has as much talent as Dallas does, I've never seen so much, like, unrest with the yeah. team.
1: If if the NFC was a difficult division or conference to win at all, yeah. I would say the Cowboys needed to do some drastic things. Uh-huh. The NFC is legitimately the easiest it's been. <laughs> And, like, as long as I can remember. I know. It's so bad. So, I'm like, you have to. Everybody's down. Everyone sucks. (laughs) Like, well, we'll, let's go through the teams that suck, right? Yeah. Vikings, not as good as we thought. No. Uh, Packers, probably going to fall off a cliff. Oh, yeah. Bears suck. Yep. Lions are on the upswing, but still have it we're, shown we're, in. Ce-
0: we're celebrating nine wins yeah, right now. Yeah, we're celebrating nine yeah, wins. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Uh, Giants, same thing, celebrating nine wins. Yeah. Washington kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys, cool. Yeah. The entire NFC South sucks. <laughs> and yeah. the entire NFC West outside of the Niners. Yeah. And maybe if the Rams are completely healthy, yeah. it has to be fully healthy, are yeah. not awful. Yeah. That's, that's You yeah. have four good teams in the <laughs> NFC. I know. So you have to keep it together yeah. because this is your best shot you'll ever have. Because if you wait three years, I know the Lions will be really good. Yep. The Vikings still might be good, but who knows? Yeah, right. um, and one NFC South team will be good in three years. Who knows which one? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably either like, Carolina or Atlanta, one of the two yeah. will figure it out and be good in mm-hmm. the next three years. Yeah. And then the Niners will continue to be good. Seattle's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. And Arizona might start getting really good soon, too. they get Sean Payton. If, if they change. get Sean Payton or something. Yeah. So, like, teams are only going to start getting better right. because all of them have hit the low slope at the same exact time. Yep. So the Cowboys have to capitalize right now. So they have, like, a two-year window mm-hmm. with this team to win something. Yeah. Because if they don't in the next two years, yeah. you might be looking at another, like, 10 years before they get where there. Where
0: do you put Dak in right now from a ranking? Like, not like a, put him at 11, right? And whatever. But, like, where is he at with you right now? Because we've seen really good Dak Prescott. He, he is he is legitimately 11. Is he right now on your list? Yeah. Like, like 11. Because I, I can't... He, we talk so much about game management on this show because Dan Campbell and some of the decisions he makes, mm-hmm. I've never seen some of the most questionable decision-making in yeah. crunch time situations that the Cowboys as a whole make, but him in particular, sometimes I go, I don't think you know how time works. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't understand it for a team that gets this. And I get it. They're the Cowboys. I understand, but this team has yet to do anything in 20 years. Mm They have never made it to an NFC title game since the last time they won a Super Bowl. It's like, what the hell are we doing? Like, I I don't get it. They have everything. Got a decent offensive line. Got two good running backs. Receivers are good.
1: Your defense is finally. Yeah, it's just the Cowboys, I wouldn't say get unlucky, but they just get that unfortunate feel of, like, they're always the third best team in the NFC, and they always go against the one in the top two.
0: Yeah, I get like, yeah. like
1: and obviously like yeah. Eagles and Niners are one two right? right, so they're yeah. not going to play each other beforehand. Mm-hmm. But like you know you get like like Mahal like Chiefs for instance right, like they're like okay Bengals and Bills you kill each other, we'll yeah. get whoever's left. Right. The Cowboys right. never get that. The Cowboys are like we always have to go through both of them to get there. But here's and the thing, they always though. lose one of Dallas them. Dallas had an,
0: uh, had multiple opportunities to win that game. They did. That could have been Dak's moment. Yeah. In San Fran, a, a classic rivalry, right? Niners, Cowboys. Like you can't get more NFL football than that. Mm-hmm. To go down the field and go win the game, and then I all and 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 I finally get to use this because this is fun.
2: Th- that's what you're getting right out of this.
0: Yeah, you know it's 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 comical at this point because we've seen it multiple years in a row. It get it starts to beg the question, right? Can you win with Dak Prescott? Can you do it? Can you win a Super Bowl with him? Mm-hmm. Because you're at a point where you go, I don't know. He's This is not... I'm sorry. This is no longer, well, he's a fourth-round pick, and we didn't expect to get this far. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's got the max extension at this point. He's a high-paid guy. He's supposed to play like it. And you haven't gotten anywhere with
1: him. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. I, I don't personally think you can win with that. I don't either. Yet. I
0: don't either. Um. I don't think he has the the problem solving capabilities, the critical thinking skills to win big games. I really don't mm-hmm. like that's why Brady and Manning and those guys were the way they were is because they think about this shit and they go, okay, this is what's going to happen. And this is going to turn into th-. like, yes. they're six steps ahead all the time. Dak doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have that killer instinct. And I know people want to make it out to be like that. He's not the same dude. Mm -hmm. He's just not. He doesn't have the arm talent that a Burrow does. He doesn't have, or a Herbert, or any of these dudes that we just talked about, even a Josh Allen. He's not this durable dude. He's been injured before. There's nothing to me where I go, this dude is going to take my team and lead into a Super
1: Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Dak's in the spot where. He doesn't have the super over athletic ability. No. So he has to make up with it with his like decision making. Which is also not the greatest. And he doesn't have the best decision making. Like Brady can get away with being an absolute statue. Because yeah, he yeah. can read defenses and throw the ball in half a second, right? You know, and right. stuff like that. Like, right. like, or check himself into the right play. Yeah, or check yeah. himself into the right play. Josh Allen, on the other hand, he doesn't have the best reading skills. Yeah, but he's that, so that sounded over- so bad. He can read. He's he graduated. <laughs> he,
0: can, <laughs> he can't read.
1: He can't read defenses. <laughs> if we were a really popular show, oh that would get taken God. out of context, he so just can't read. <laughs> he can't read. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. That's gonna be a drop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I'm um, sorry, I gotta take that back. He can read. Yeah, <laughs> to be clear. He can't read. He doesn't have the best. He can't. He doesn't read the defense very well. Yeah, because he throws line intercepts. But he's so athletic that yeah. he can just make plays out of it. And he's so big that it's hard to take him down. Yeah, uh, Dak doesn't. He's like average and all of that. And so that's why I do, I just don't think he's got yeah. he's got the. The dog in him. You don't got the dog in him. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow's over here, like I have the dog in me. <laughs> yeah. His 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 whole chest. Yeah. There's like a pomeranian in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's so ridiculous. Ready to come out. Oh my fight god. Fight Kansas City and Burrow head this oh weekend. Jeez. Oh,
0: I can't wait for next weekend. So, all right, that's gonna be it for this week's show. I'm tired of yelling at teams that are supposed to be good but are not. Um, next week, obviously. Ah, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> What a disaster. I, that, that, that's too low-hanging fruit. I can't even. Um, next week, though, obviously we're breaking down AFC-NSC Conference Championship games, right? We're going to be talking NXT Vengeance Day. That's on a Saturday, right? It's not on a Sunday? Okay, mm-hmm. good. So we got NXT Vengeance Day coming up as well. Uh, maybe we'll preview the Pro Bowl. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was not as funny as our reading even, joke. I can't even do it. <laughs> that's terrible. I just found out they're playing flag football. What? Yeah.
0: That seems about, well, I mean, they were before. They just had pants. on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're doing, like, seven-on-seven. Seven Good for them. That's, that's probably that's I, the say, I was like, honestly, yeah. would I rather watch, like, Tyree Kill go smoke people seven on seven-on-seven? Yeah. Kind of.
0: And then I want, though, but then I want the linemen to go by themselves and do seven-on-seven seven versus other linemen, and then just see a whole bunch of fat guys running I would, around. I
1: would love to see, it like, mm-hmm. offensive linemen versus offensive linemen yeah. and see if one can get past the other.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, like okay. Who, do you, who we, do you think is the best? Like Sewell is clearly the best lineman. Yeah. It's
1: like he's like he had six touchdowns in that game. Who do you think as an offense lineman yeah. would be the best defense lineman? Do we think it's Sul or do you think it's someone else? Um, and then who? What defense lineman do you think would
0: be the best offense lineman? Like I think I think Pinesuel could play like tight end, like but like, yeah, like I could, yeah, I could do too. I but, think Sul could like legit probably play outside linebacker in like a like an old the, school yeah. like yeah. type of defense like. In the sixties, you know, mm-hmm. when everyone's just huge. Um, I think dude, I think Aaron Donald, as like a pulling guard, he would be terrified. Would kill somebody. Yeah. He probably. would just be like he could just hand the ball off to him even. Yeah, you probably. know, because he's a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. Um I think defensive linemen are easier to project offensively than the other way because of the way they're built. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't know of many offensive linemen who you go, okay, like, he could be a stud D lineman because they're just not the same. They're big. Like, offensive linemen are generally bigger, right? Mm -hmm. Then defensive linemen are more like the jacked, like Joey Bosa, Aiden Hutchinson, like, Meanwhile, you got Trent Williams over there. Like, he looks like he's 600 pounds. Do they have the dog in him too? Yeah.
1: I think, Roar. you know what Say what we should do next week? Oh, God. What kind of dog is it each <laughs> player?
0: I'm going to go with an English schnauzer. <laughs> which one? Yeah. So, <laughs> which, oh my God. which quarterback is the Chihuahua? Yeah. Which quarterback looks like a Chihuahua, or which one is the Chihuahua? That's a good yeah, question. Yeah, there it is right there. And then, then Mahomes is in a separate category. Which one looks like an amphibian and sounds like one? And then, okay, Kermit the Frog. And wow. We, we, make, we make Whoa. The, woo, woo. Wow, you're making Kermit the Frog jokes? What do you like? He's Kermit the Frog. Five years ago, he's Kermit the Frog. Wow. He literally is though. He I'm surprised is. they haven't piggybacked off of that with one of the stupid State Farm commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, like
1: yeah. now I don't watch them, but maybe he did already. I don't watch commercials. That's true. Anyway,
0: all right, that's gonna be it for this week's show. Like I said, next week, obviously, AFC NFC conference championships. We're gonna be previewing the Super Bowl. Um, we've got, uh, yeah, Pro Bowl stuff because we're gonna talk about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're talking NXT Vendors No, wait, say, the Pro Bowl will be happening when we're doing the show. Oh, yeah, that's We'd true. We'd have to do it today.
0: Yeah, no, hard pass. I'm good on that. Okay. Uh, that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the Mystic Wayman, he is the Merco Mike Merkel. I'm the mouth of Michigan Rob Decca And we will see you guys, as always, next time.